Welcome to Women Rise. What makes me qualified to talk about how women rise? I am a woman, living, breathing, experiencing. And the mission of this podcast is to empower business women to take inspired action to elevate their lives. I'm your host, Melissa. And today we're talking about what I like to call an adult truth, right? A truth that you kind of only learn as an adult, which is simply put this, you do not have to like everyone. And in fact, if you're getting clear on your boundaries and really stepping into your most authentic self, you're pretty much guaranteed not to like everyone. And let me preface by also saying this, I am not suggesting through this podcast that you go around being rude or dismissive to people that you don't like, but I am giving you permission to do the following. First, stop actively spending time with people that you don't like. Second, stop trying to quote, make it right, quote, or learn to like someone who really rubs you the wrong way. And number three, stop trying to be friends with everyone. Now, I will back up and say that if the person that's coming to mind as you're hearing this podcast is someone that you work with, right? Of course, you absolutely have to learn how to deal with them and have a working relationship, but you do not, I repeat, (laughs) you do not have to be friends with everyone. And you certainly don't have to befriend this person outside of your job. You know, I think we're taught some really conceptually good things as children about, you know, being amicable to everyone. And that's great. But I think where this goes wrong is when we carry this belief into adulthood and then it morphs into this notion that we must actively spend time with and learn to like everyone who crosses our paths. So I'll tell you where this topic kind of came about. This actually came out of a really interesting conversation that I was having on Sunday with a relatively new friend or acquaintance, you might even say. And basically, we had been hanging out for a little while in a, a bigger group setting, and she was proposing this idea for a Halloween costume that was like a group theme, of course. And I suggested that we invite someone that I knew we had both mutually known, but I didn't really know how she felt about her. And she bashfully admitted that she was scared of her, to which I inquired, you know, what do you mean? And she went on to explain that the mutual friend had kind of overshared in their first interaction and did some things to make her uncomfortable. And then she went on immediately to kind of go on to say that, oh, I know I should try and like her. To which I pretty much cut her off and I said, no, you absolutely should not. And you have the full right to not like her. You don't have to try and befriend her, especially if she made you uncomfortable. And we went back and forth for a little bit, right? And what I realized was this idea that, you know, just because we we both knew this person, that she felt obligated somehow to be her friend and, you know, now to invite her. And I really wanted to make it clear that that is actually quite the opposite of how I felt and that I appreciated that she was honest about the fact that, you know, this mutual friend had made her uncomfortable. And this conversation really stuck with me. You know, I continued kind of thinking about it over the weekend. And in my opinion, it is totally worth having an entire podcast about. Because I think that this problem is something that we more frequently encounter than we're willing to admit, right? I think so often we end up in a lot of situations, especially, you know, from work colleagues, right? That's a great example. Or even just people that, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, like, 
and you know a bunch of other business women, there's this almost a sense of obligation to invite everyone or to include everyone that you happen to mutually know. But when you're the person organizing an event, you know, whether that's a dinner or an actual like full-on event, you are in full control and it is up to you as the host, hostess, or organizer to handpick the people that are going to make you feel good, right? To not actively be spending time with people that make you either uncomfortable or just people that you generally don't feel like you're elevated after you are done spending time with them. And learning, you know, to do that really begins with, of course, starting to acknowledge and be truthful with yourself about maybe, you know, there aren't people that you want to continue spending time with. And that's okay. Because there are people that are going to rub you the wrong way. And this is especially true as, again, I said at the beginning, you're developing yourself. You're stepping into your most authentic self, right? And when you're really clear about what you are willing to accept and what you're not willing to accept, you're going to meet people who do things and behave in ways that you are not willing to accept. And that's okay. You know, I never want anyone in my friend circle to feel obligated to spend time with or get along with anyone they don't want. And I expect my friends to understand when I don't want to spend time with someone they may like. You know, as adults, we are not obligated to subject ourselves to people who make us uncomfortable. As autonomous beings, you know, we deserve to have our preferences respected. And the fact that, honestly, that this new friend doesn't want to be around another friend of mine doesn't make either of them bad people in my mind. It's a preference that I'm absolutely happy to respect. And it's funny how... Something I've noticed and something I've read a fair amount about now in all of the many personal development books that I have been reading over the past few years is this also an adult truth, right? That when we dislike someone, it is usually because they have qualities that we either used to have and have worked through, grown out of, or qualities that we ourselves have that we may not like. And it can sometimes be an uncomfortable mirror for that part of ourselves that we're still working on. And it's funny, you know, when I think about the people that maybe I've interacted with recently or in the past that I don't necessarily feel good around, I realize that's totally 100% true. They are embodying qualities that I used to have or have actively worked to, to change about myself. And it was funny, even today, so I've been using Facebook more for business development than than for personal use. So it means that I've been accepting a lot of requests from men and women and people that live in Portland that maybe I don't personally know. And it's funny, I came across this Facebook post today where I understand what the woman was trying to do, but she was getting fairly combative with someone who who made a mistake, who just simply made a mistake. And it was an open, like, basically argument and uh, kind of shaming on her part. I understood what she was trying to do, but she was basically shaming this other woman for making a mistake. And as I was reading it, I was like, wow, I feel really triggered right now. And a lot of this woman's posts have been of that nature and kind of aggressive, but not in a, not in a productive manner, I guess is the best way to explain it. And so today I unfriended her. I, you know, I don't know this woman personally. I've never met her and her content has repeatedly triggered me in a really bad way. And I don't necessarily see the value in staying in contact with her. And frankly, because of a lot of the digital behavior, I realized that's probably not someone I even truly want to work with. And making that decision scared me because we had like, oh gosh, like 50 connections 
in common, I want to say, like that mutual friends. But you know, I was like, if I'm really serious about what, you know, I shared with that friend on Sunday, then I need to unfriend this person, right? I this is like me living, you know, living and breathing that that same recommendation that I had just given someone else. And I did. I unfriended her and it felt so good. <laughs> you know, and as she has thousands of friends, she probably won't notice anyway. And if she does, I can share with her exactly why I did because I no longer saw the value of being connected with her. I found her content extremely triggering. And part of what it made so like made that kind of trigger set off in me is that I used to be very combative. Extremely combative and I was very openly combative and that was something that I had to work through. I worked through since, you know, my teen years, I would say. And now that's not that's not how I choose to engage with the world. So that's why it was truthfully so triggering for me. And being able to acknowledge that, acknowledge that the things sometimes that we see in other people are actually qualities we used to have ourselves can be very empowering, you know? And in my mind, I sent her kind of like a silent well wish. I'm like, you know, I hope that's something you work through, but it is not my job to educate. It's not my job to move through it and, you know, choose to continue to engage with her or teach her anything because also that would be very patronizing, but just kind of that recognition of, you know, if someone's doing something that makes you uncomfortable, it is not your job as the person that in an essence is a little bit of a victim of the situation to to educate the person. It's not. It's absolutely not. You know, should you be asked? Of course. That's a great thing to do to be able to share the the true reason, but you don't have to go out of your way to actively change someone's behavior or try and help them because you know they haven't sought out your help. They haven't asked for help and so there's also something to be said for that as well and not actively giving advice or choosing to to you know share your opinions with someone who hasn't asked for it. And there's a whole podcast about permission <laughs> a while back that I'll I'll be able to reference in the show notes if you're interested to listen a little bit more about that. But getting back to this this notion that you don't have to be friends with everyone. So my recommendation of what to do when you don't like someone is kind of four part. First is to acknowledge it to yourself. Be real. Acknowledge that you don't like them, right? If you're leaving feeling uncomfortable or triggered, acknowledge that. Second, be civil and amicable, right? You don't need to actively be mean to the person, but especially if it's someone that you due to social circumstances you actually will be interacting with quite a bit in the future. Be civil, be amicable, right? We're we're adults. But number 3 is don't pretend to be their best friend or go out of your way to befriend them if they're making you feel a certain way. Right? This is really really important because you know, it's not false to be civil and to be amicable. That's how you interact with the world and that's wonderful. But on the other extreme, you don't have to go out of your way to be extra nice to them, right? So just kind of be mindful of that. And fourth is leave the door open, right? Be open to having your mind changed and recognize that it is their job to do that and not yours. And with that, I just want to close by saying, remember, <laughs> it is your time and your life, and time is the only resource that we're not going to get more of. So if you don't like some the way that someone makes you feel, stop forcing it. It's not your job to befriend them. Spend time with the people that make you feel good, with the people that make you feel inspired, and the people that actually help you grow to be your best self. Okay. And with that, I will say until next week, you badass ladies. 
Keep moving and shaking and check back next Tuesday at 9 a.m. for another episode of Women Rise.